Welcome to the Brodies. And we're back for another fun filled episode talking about. Mm. <laughs> we're about to get down to the nitty gritty this episode. We're going to talk about something. I'm trying to do my soft, <laughs> sexy voice. I'm trying. I'm trying to do my late night voice, like that deep voice guy in Boys to Men. I'm trying to see if I sound like him, because he's about to get real down and dirty. This <laughs> 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 big ass ball. <laughs> I, I caught everybody off guard. You're right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's the mood I'm in. We're talking about sex because they take too damn long, man. <laughs> Talk, talking about sex, he won't make. I think that's the problem with the conversation right now. Everybody want to go so extra when talking about something that every human on this earth should do eventually if they want to like have more humans. And it's been in our DNA to do it. Animals do it. Plants do it. We all do it in order to make sure there's more of us around the world. So I don't know why we acting all big and bad about sex. You either doing it correctly or you're not. That's all I'm saying. Mm. And Technically, there really is no wrong way to do it. Yes, there is. <laughs> don't don't let cats lie to you. There's a wrong way to do. There's a wrong way to do it. All right, let me let me introduce myself. Clearly, I'm Cas because I get joked on a lot here. Next to me, I got my boy Gerard. You let that man introduce I himself. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Cas. I appreciate it, man. Thank Gerard here, by the way. Thank you. Trying to be trying to be nice out here. Yeah, man. Mr. Brown, <laughs> co-hostess with the mostest, <laughs> and we getting back to it. We 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 bring up the sex episode because I think it's we we'll talk about some romance coming up later because Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Um, but sex is timeless. Sex is everywhere. Sex sells is what they say, and so we want to get our thoughts about sex. And I I want to pose a question to you guys before we even go deep into it. Do you you think, as an American society, that we are too preoccupied with sex as a whole to begin with? Like, are we are we sex on the brain people? Like, what do y'all what are y'all thoughts about it? Are we yeah? Are we preoccupied with it? Is it too big of a deal for us? Uh, I feel like it is just because sex sells, and I feel like every, especially in like today's era, it's like sex is everywhere, almost to like. In primetime television, radio, some of our favorite songs. Like, it's, I don't want to say overly put in our face, even though that probably doesn't make sense, but it's like stuffed in our face to the point where it's like, you realize that if you're trying to reach a certain demographic, that sex demographic is going to reach grown men, middle to like end of teenage boys or whatever. And then obviously it's going to reach women as well. So I do feel like it's, it's over pushed in our face. But it's not really like explained properly to us. Like, at least for me, most people find out about it or deal with it through talking about it with friends or what you see on the TV. So that's like what you think. That'd be my two cents. Yeah. What say you draw? Uh, just to piggyback off Cass, um, if you look at America and you look at social media, you look at commercials, videos, magazines. Sex is everywhere. Like, it's literally, like, right there, like, boom, like, I'm here. Um, Even social media. Like, you can literally go on social media and just see women in bikinis or whatever the case might be. But um, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. And I just think that America needs just to stop being so timid, I guess, because it's here. Like, it's here. And like you said earlier, you know, you need this to reproduce. Like, you need sex. Sex sells. So you don't believe in this? So you're not one of them Puritans out there like, oh my God, I can't believe these hussies are out here <laughs> having all this gratuitous sex and whatnot. But you know what, though? It comes back to like, I think every kid should have that sex talk like with their parents or somebody to say, hey, like your body's going to change. This is what's out there. Like when you go out to parties or this, that, and the third, especially when you go to college. So here's a his question. Uh-oh. What age... Should you have the sex talk? Just do that quickly, and then I got some follow-up questions. I would say, it depends. For women, I would say whenever she starts to, like, her body changes, because that's different for each. Like, some women hit puberty at eight, some don't hit it until, like, 12. Like, what? it's different for them. But for most males, I would say, around, mm, I feel like 
between 11, like from 10 to 12, like that age, because I feel like that's when feelings are going to start. I'm not saying they're like full-blown having sex at 10, but their bodies can start changing and they're going to start having feelings for the opposite sex. So just like, well, let me, let me try to help you understand like what's going on in your brain because you can't process it right now. So I'd, I'd say like that range. At least that's my perspective. For boys, I had my sex talk at 12. Shout out to my mom for putting me on. She scared me to death. Plant Parenthood booklet, pictures. She's like, if you look at these girls, you're going to catch this. I was so scared. I wouldn't even talk no more. I just waved to a girl. You ain't giving me that. Mm-mm. Nope, not today. I would say my... I never really had the sex talk with like my family. It was more so I'll never forget what my mom used to she used to tell me this always growing up and my mom used to like watch like a watch my mom used to watch a lot of Jerry Springer and shit like that. So she was always like if the girl messes with your brother, you don't fuck with her. I was like, "Damn, mom. Why why do I need to know?" But she was like obsessed with those shows cuz that's what she watched a lot. And like that just Judy and the stuff that she would see, so she would always embed that in my head. But it ain't fun unless the homies get some, mom. That's what the, <laughs> that's what the hippie <laughs> That's what the hippity hop music says. That's what I should have said. I, I wish I could have said that see what she would have thought. No, she probably would have stopped shit out of me. Play them games, man. So, my my mind is Actually goes a different different places. In the right age, I think you're right. It fluctuates, but I don't think I would wait till they're able to do what they're able to do. I think you start building blocks even way beforehand. Like just full transparency, I saw my first porno at eight years old, and so my mind then became sexualized. So someone should have sat me down and had to talk in conversation <laughs> with me yeah. at. Eight years old when my mind became sexualized because I remember asking my mother, "Mom, why?" I, I think I think my seven eight year old phrasing was, "Why does my pee pee get hard?" I have a question. Really. I, I asked that at the dinner table, <laughs> and that's an awkward dinner conversation. And my mom said, "That's what happens when little boys have dirty thoughts." <laughs> and at that point. I said, okay, we're never having these kind of conversations ever again. I would not talk again about sex with my mother until I was 23 years old. I have a cool question, though. Yeah. How did you find that porn on eight years old? I was playing hide-and-go-seek at my father's house. Yep, it's always the dad. It's always the dad. And, and you know, we when you're hiding and seeking, <laughs> you just, just yeah, hide. we stumbled upon a box, me and my cousins. And he was like, oh, snap, man. It was some 1970s joints. I still, parents... I'm telling you right now, I'm like, man, watch your kids. <laughs> watch your kids. You don't know what they're getting into. I can still see that magazine in my mind right now. It was a spread called Mr. Candyman Can, and it was a black pimp with an afro with a white uh, lady of the night and a black lady of the night, and they were doing things. They had another spread where it was this lady. It just draped over a bunch of sausages. Like actual physical sausages linked together, looking greasy and shit. And this is still stuck in my head. <laughs> All these years, over twenty some freaking years later, it's still in my head. man. Watch out, kids! And if you got stuff, man, hide it better, I guess. Yes. But but kids, kids are. He ain't know he's gonna be all up in the closet trying to do like when we hide, man. We we hide, hide and seek. Like what is but this? You made a good point though. I think um, the way society is built now and how it operates, I think for these young kids, like I think parents should really put a filter on what their kids are able to go on um, in terms of the internet, like um, YouTube. YouTube is a really big thing for kids. You can find sex on YouTube, like just. For real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, as parents, you should definitely filter, like, what your kids should be exposed to. Like, okay, you have 30 minutes on the internet. Like, that's it. No more after that. You know? Um, but as you get older, of course, you know, then you have those conversations that lead into sex, I feel. Man, I, I've been fearful, fearful for a while that with children, um, if I wanted to be exposed to filth, more to be exploring to uh, pornography, I had to search hard and 
far, hard and wide. Well, that's weird words. Uh, <laughs> 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 if I wanted to, to find pornography, I had to like look up under someone's mattress. I had to think about spots people might hide a magazine where they might hide a tape and look at the tape and think like, hmm, cooking with chocolate. What could this possibly, is this, a, <laughs> is this really cooking with chocolate? Like, to cook oh, with this oh, chocolate? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 all these things, while kids today, Google, you got a phone and you, you have instant there. Like they're exposed to some things. I was once watching a documentary. Um, I think it was something about sex workers and might have been that one on Netflix, Hot Girls Wanted, that uh, Rashida Jones did or something similar to that. And older porn actresses were complaining that these young porn actresses were doing things that would have took them 15 years in the industry to do. And they coming out the gate like doing anything and everything because they've been sexualized about doing anything and everything since the very beginning of their sexualization, which I think is like crazy that that's the part of society that we're in now that things that would have been completely taboo have now been mainstream as far as sexual behavior. Now, I know we're going deep into the minutia, and we want to talk that other talk about how actually getting some some sex. <laughs> but I'm saying we got this umbrella of sexual energy, and then we trying to operate as men, educated, careful, safe, um, sweet, sanctified men that we are. We love Jesus. <laughs> I will laugh after I say that because I am a believer. So they be like, <laughs> that nigga don't love Jesus. I'm like, hey, no, we do. Uh, we yeah, do. yeah, we yeah. Do. I, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a believer and I try to walk on a righteous path, but I also sometimes fall victim to my carnality because her body's called me. Oh, damn it. I can't sing that. Can't sing I know. That. He's in my spirit. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> He's in your spirit, too. <laughs> nope. <laughs> man, but yeah, you would say something. I'm sorry, man. No, I it's just y'all. even though it's like a devil's advocate thing because I feel like it's hard for a parent. I'm not a parent, so I don't know this conundrum, but it's you're afraid of that. If I tell them, that exposes it to them. So it's like, do I want to be the first one to expose it or do I want to wait? And when I say when I was telling them back before, like, wait until, like, their body changes, I don't mean wait till like, they can, like, literally physically have sex. But I mean, for a guy, I would say I'd wait until, like, I see my, I would try to say, hopefully I see my son having some, like, interactions where he's just trying to, you could tell he's, like, trying to figure himself out, like, what's going on with me. Or if I had a daughter, I would say, I don't know how they... Like, how does that work in their world? But I would say when they first have the period or something like that, where it's like, oh, this is this is new. What's what's going on here? And then both conversations, you have to kind of gauge differently, but still, like, educate them. Obviously, because I'm man-to-man, my conversation with my son would be more like, let me try to tell you how you are going to act during, like, how your mind is going to try to play with you during, like, sex or understand that things. And with my daughter, I would try to let her know, this is how guys are, even though she wouldn't know that this is like what your daddy used to do back in the day, but I'm just going to say this is what guys do, yada, 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 such and such. So I dig it. I dig it. I'm actually going to tell you like this. I think we be trying to, as dudes, trying to put a shield up on our girls. And we actually talk about how do we breach the subject of having sex uh, with women. This actually I would tell my daughter, if I have a daughter, this is what your daddy used to do. This is how your father used to try to fill out whether or not. Oh, I know. I'm definitely getting a daughter. (laughs) I feel like God gives men daughters that had like whole past to be like, boom. So I know for a fact I'm getting one. I'm getting one. I I know it. I won't even say I had a a whole phase. I'm just trying to I'm just one of the hip of the game. My whole understanding and conversation, breaching the subject to see if a woman is ready to have sex with me. Uh, with conversation. First, I want to bring up some some reference material in case y'all out there, y'all were like, oh, where did you get some of these ideas from? Because some of these ideas are not my own. They're not original thoughts. If you ever read The Game by Neil Strauss, the Secret Society of Pickup Artists, has some very interesting information about that. It looks like a Bible. 
Check it out. Some of the information may be dated. A lot of people have said that book is misogynistic and yada, yada, yada. But if some of the things work, then look at yourself. Shit. Uh, and then another one is The Mystery Method, uh, which is also another pickup artist. So what do I do when I'm trying to breach the conversation of sex with the woman and know that they're ready? First of all, I try to introduce the concept of sex, sex as early as I possibly can in the conversation. Because I, I just want to say we're talking about now as adults us as, trying to just because there wasn't like a transition. No, so oh, I no, nobody, I said this is what I would tell my daughter of how I would try to pick up a woman. I'm sorry, oh, I thought I made okay, myself clear. Okay, I got, my bad. That's I, my fault. No, I wanted to make that clear. All right, cool. All right, so I would tell my daughter to read these books. My bad, my bad, chief. So I'm baby girl. So when your daddy saw a woman. <laughs> He was trying to breach the conversation of sex very, very quickly to gauge her interest of see if she's a sexualized being. So it doesn't seem awkward to her when I actually try to have sex with her. Do you get me, little girl? Yeah, daddy, I guess. Why are we having this conversation? Because you need to be hip to the game, little girl. That's why you need to be hip to the game. So this is what your daddy would do. He would do a little bit of flirting. You got to go through phases of life, little girl. You got to go through three phases. You got to go through attraction. You got to go to comfortability, then you got to go through seduction. Now, when you're attracted to somebody, you flirt, you touch, you tap, yeah, you do a little play fight, the thing y'all be doing in middle hold school. Hand, yeah, hold right hands. Love yeah. notes for your eyes only. Yeah, yeah, this little attraction stuff. I see what you're doing. It, 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 it changes as the time goes on, but the shit don't really change. As an adult, we still be kind of play fighting, like, oh, girl, you cute, and give a little nudge on the arm or try to touch her and shit. So when you see him doing that, he trying to get your response. The, you being comfortable of him touching you because he wants to touch you more in the future. Yeah, that's what he's trying to do. He's touching your hand now so you can touch something else later. That's what he's trying to do. That's what your daddy tried to do. And sometimes he was successful, sometimes he wasn't. Once he done with that attraction, he's going to try and make you comfortable. He's going to start talking more real. He's not going to be, his voice ain't going to be high pitched anymore. It's going to go low. It's going to go real, real low to show that he's serious and that he's about shit. He's going to tell you about his dreams, hopes, aspirations. He's going to ask you about your dreams, hopes, and aspirations. And so y'all can see if y'all on the same wavelength. And then once you've done that for about a while, it depends on your, who you are. Then it was like, oh, man, you're so cool. You're so sweet. And then you need that awkward pause. The awkward pause is the thing that seals the deal, that lets you know, I want to talk with you, but I'd rather do something else other than talking right now. And then that's the time he's either going to seize that moment to push his mouth in places where they weren't before. <laughs> and now you're doing stuff. Kissing leads to not kissing. That's all I want to say about that. And that's the game. That's how you, I kind of knew that a woman was ready. And that's how I tell my daughter, just like that, my friends. That's too I much. Think, too no, much. No, and, and honestly, like, you think about, like, when, like, I don't have kids, but, like, when you have a daughter, like, you want that same approach. Like, you want to be very honest and very detailed and very open because you want your kids to come to you and say, hey, like, I think I'm ready for sex. And that's every parent's worst nightmare. You ready for what? Sex? No, the hell you're not. Mm-mm. <laughs> Open this book. Read this Bible. Okay? That's what you're going to do. you're going to do. Put Turn page quarter- one. Yeah, exactly. Put these corduroys on. You're not showering. No, you ain't going nowhere. You know, but as, like, as men, as, as you know, um, you see it because, like, you know, you want your daughter to, like, be protected. You want to give her the game. That way she's already hip to it, you know. And for me, you know, I had a younger sister. So, like, I was giving her the game at an early age. Like, look, Jay, like, this is what he's going to tell you. He's going to do things that make you feel like, oh, yeah, he's the one. All he wanted is to draw us, Jay. You know, and my sister was very smart. Like, she picked up on the game. And I think that's why she's in the place where she's at now because she's able to weed out, like, the bad guys, like the jerks, the assholes. So um, I, I think at the end of the day, it comes down just to being honest and like just having that open dialogue of communication, I feel. So how you know, how do you breach the, the conversation? Oh. <laughs> but, how do you get it? How, how do you know that someone is ready to even explore that particular route with you? Um, just based on past experience here, um, I would say it, it's, it's levels to it. You know, you you know, you get to know somebody. You talk. You build that. You make sure that it, both parties are comfortable. You know, um, and I th- I think the biggest test is when either she comes over, you go over there, and you're just chilling. You're laying down next to each other, and now you have all these like mixed emotions. So, me, I go off like her body language, her energy. So if she feels comfortable just chilling, then we're gonna chill. I'm not gonna 
press the issue or be like, hey, I'm ready for this. But no, I think I try and make her feel comfortable the entire time. I, I, I say like this, what you said is interesting, but if you make it to a point where you're in a home, a domicile, with someone, just you and them, oh, they were already comfortable. They were they were already comfortable. This this conversation was already had with our eyes and our bodies a long time ago before we even got to that point. Because call me sexist and I, and, and you always need consent. Let's just put that out there right now. Put that <laughs> no, out there right I, yeah, now. Yeah. Let's, let's, let let that be clear. I do say this. Uh oh. If you come to my house after a certain time, I said this last week. It, <laughs> it, it ain't to say hi, and I'm gonna be very very confused. <laughs> that she was like, yo, let's chill. And you called me at 12 o'clock to chill. I'm like, okay, I know what that means. And so I guess we need to be a lot more honest and open with each other to say, hey, ma'am, you just said that you wanted to come over to my house uh, to chill. I'm assuming that means you want to have sex with me. I, I, don't, I want to put that out there because we're not getting caught up in this shenanigans. And it's 12 a.m. Yeah, it's 12 a.m. It's 12 a.m. And I need um, phone proof. <laughs> phone proof that this is happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you confirm that you <laughs> accepted these these terms and agreement. Because, you know, I think we all and should you be read safe. The fine print. You read the fine print, too? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to chill. We will watch some movie. And by some, I mean... Uh, <laughs> we'll watch, like, 20 minutes of it, maybe. If <laughs> man, it gets that man, far. If yeah. it gets that far. If it's really good, we might go back to it. I would say I, I probably try to breach about it. Just go straight into the conversation. I'm walking in the room, just butt naked. Nah, I'm just not. Oh, joking. oh, I'm oh, joking. oh, oh! I went too far. I went too far. I went too far. Yeah, you're right. I apologize. I, I, believe, apologize. I believe the penal code still <laughs> counts that as assault, sir. <laughs> I believe that how it works. Nah, on a serious note, um, I feel like for me, if we're like texting, talking, then. I'm going to... This is obviously after we establish that. We like each other. Like, clearly. So then it's going to be more so... I'm going to throw a little feeler out there. Not like a crazy one. Just something like, ah, man, I wish you was here. Just, you know, I wish I could hold you right now. Something. And then I'm going to see where that goes. I'm going to see, like, how do you respond to that? That's going to dictate if I go down the dirty route or if I go down the the cute, sensitive romance route. That's going to decide which way I go. And then if it's a more in-person thing, like you were saying before, Dev, with uh, just laughing, stuff like that, the little like play touching like that, see how comfortable you are with that. But as soon as I get like a, you leaning on me, oh, yeah, man. or like something like that, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, you clearly like this physical touch. And in my head, you want this more physical touch. Could be wrong, but that's how I'm interpreting in this present moment. Because once you like lean on me with your sh- head on my shoulder, head on my chest, I'm gonna be like, oh, we locking. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Oh man, I like that lock eye because then you can always use this. My this is my favorite thing to say. <laughs> my favorite thing to say is like, damn, you can't be looking at me like that. It's like you're undressing me with your eyes, yo. You can't be doing that. It's like I'm not trying to dress you with your eyes. I'm like, well, not yet, but anyway, <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> and it's like, boy, you crazy, yeah. Like fox. <laughs> what did you be saying, shit, man? Yo. But to what what Cash said, yeah, I think um, I'm gonna tell you something. Oh, I'll tell you something. So in my younger days, um, when I was a little juvenile trying to figure out life, um, yesterday, I often, <laughs> actually two days ago, <laughs> still still learning. Um, it's funny, I would, um, so in Canada, you had to be 18 to go to any type of like club, whatever. I had a fake ID. So at 16, I was, I was in Canada, um, me and my friends, I will not name drop, I told them I'm not name drop. Steven? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we would go to a place on Lundy's Lane called the Sundowner. And the Sundowner was a very well-known strip club. And many trips, many occasions, um, we would go there so much, we get the same table, we get to know the the, the female dancers. Um, and I had a conversation with one one night. I was sitting down eating some lemon pepper wings and a Pepsi, because <laughs> I don't drink. I remember this conversation like yesterday. And she said, Gerard, she was like, you're in here every weekend with your friends. Like, you tip, you have a good time with us. She was like, I'm going to put you on some game. I said, okay, cool. She was like, 
Whenever you go to a strip club, and shout out to this female dancer, uh, she stills dancing. How I know this, somebody told me. But she told me, she told me, she told me, she was like, never ever look a dancer in the eye. She's like, once you make that eye contact with that dancer, now she has the power over you. Now she's going to come sit on your lap. She's going to whisper stuff in your ear. She's going to tell you things she wouldn't probably do to you, but she just wants your money. And I was like, you sound crazy. Fast forward time, I go out to the strip club a couple years ago with some friends, and I forget the rule. I lock eyes. And this female dancer literally like would not, would not say no for an answer. And I remember having this conversation with, with, with my friend was like, never lock eyes. Because once you lock eyes, it's like you have this intimate bond. And I was like, hmm, this is a good story to bring into this. Uh, when is it a good time to have sex? When you lock eyes with her and you flirt in, you got the butterfly feelings. Yeah, like it's like, oh boy, like I'm moving, either I'm moving too fast or it's really about to happen, you know? So that's just my uh, quick theory Man, there. So you're saying I should treat strippers the same way I treat junkies on the alley. (laughs) Hey, show the man. Let me get him down. Don't look at him. (laughs) Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Keep walking. Keep walking. So ladies, if you, so shout out to the ladies who go to the show club with their man. Make sure that he don't make eye contact with with that female dancer. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm giving y'all some game, ladies. Like I'm in a given mood. Do not let your man make eye contact with that female dancer because she's going to come over there and she's going to try and get like her friend to come over there give you a private dance and before you know it, you done spent your rent money diapers gone Geico calling you sprinting you that text message hey your phone about to disconnect at three uh, you know don't do it ladies don't do it <laughs> man I ain't going to lie this is a, I met a stripper in Vegas last year this might be the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life body perfect person that was epivescent and well, was wearing glasses and like hitting the game. And it was like, I told her I want none but melanated strippers in my vicinity. I do not want any non-melanated strippers. And she's like, I got you, baby. And then all that. And like, I was basically just making sure my mans was having a good time. And she's just like doing her dancing, giving lap dances while we having full-blown conversations about the economy and <laughs> politics. And I'm like, girl, this is your game, huh? You figured me out. Like, like, like this is shit. And she was like so well first about it. I was like, yo, I just knew she was going to be making money in her life. I follow her on Instagram. I show a picture when it's all said and done. But like, she, her pictures do her no justice. Like, she looks bad in the pictures, but she looks better than the pictures. And if this young lady wants a husband... <laughs> here, <laughs> I support you. I am, I am sex positive, <laughs> and like I fell in love with that girl. I'm like God, dang, she was. Woo. Question for you. Woo. Question to to my two uh, friends here. Woo. Would you ever <laughs> date a stripper? I'll date her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was quick. <laughs> well, well, it's not any stripper. Like you got to be about like. It's almost like. People in the porn industry, some people get eaten up and spit out. They get abused. And then there's some people who control whole empires. And they're not being used by the system. And it's very much uh, their decision. They're not being controlled by drugs or some man or whatever. So there's some strippers. I know for sure every dollar they get, they've been stacking. And they, they do it in a, uh, like, this is just a way still mean. Once I got this amount, I'm out the game, baby. And the other one's like, oh, ouch. Mm. Even though you say that, and I completely agree with you on that. I just know, I don't think I'm mentally strong enough or secure enough. I'm probably too insecure where I could do that. I just, I don't think I could do it. I would want to if they had that idea of, like, stacking the paper ends to a means. I would want to. But knowing me, I'd be like, can, can we meet like once you finish and like you already stacked the means? Like, can can we meet there? Just because I know I can, I'm just not secure enough. Like, I I couldn't do it. You don't want to be on the journey with her. I want to, but just not that journey. <laughs> like any other journey, I'm with it. I'm ride or die. That journey, I'm really my love. Like, there's no question about it, I love. And then we're stuck with each other for life. Like, we're there's no breakup. There's no we are glued at the hip. So you the type. That if you were to date her and they was like, ooh, how'd you get this house? Would you lie 
about how the hell y'all got the down payment and whatnot. Oh. Like, like you embarrassed? You embarrassed of something nah. that was beautiful? That's how you met her? Nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would. I would say it, but I'm not gonna like go into like. I would say it in a politically correct way. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, she was stripping. She was a dancer. She saved up her money, and we got this house. I'm probably the most. That's all you're gonna get. Now take this fucking get. money and give me the house. Now, Cass. Okay. How would you tell your mom how you met her? Well, my mom ratchet, so it probably don't matter. <laughs> but more probably like my other family, it'd be like, hmm. I'd really have to. I mean, my family. I would tell them. I just know which ones would give me like talk back, and like which ones would like try to. Be like, why am I doing this? And then that's when I'd be like, don't question my life. I don't question yours. I ain't asked you nothing about when I was growing up what you were doing. So don't worry about me. Just know we in love and we doing this. We happy. Yeah, that's what you need to know. Like, and if I see her name in your Google, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> so we about to, I'm about to flip the script with you guys. What would you describe as your worst sexual experience? As uh, someone, you know... Yeah, what would be your worst sexual experience? And protect the innocent, for they are not here to defend themselves. <laughs> Who's going to kick this one off? <laughs> uh, let's see here. My, I, don't, I truly don't think I've ever had a wor- like a worse experience, but some like funny and like just bad ones, I would say like there was one time, Long, long eons ago, as with a young lady, we were in a relationship, but we both played sports. So, like, there was this one month where I went away for baseball trips every, like, every weekend. Like, I was, I went from North Carolina back to school, back to school, which is upstate New York, back to South Carolina, then back to school, and then back to North Carolina in the whole month of February, which is a very short month as it is. So, we didn't see each other. So, then one trip, like, in between, like, we had, like, a Two days on campus, whatever. We so she came over. She wanted to do stuff, and I told her, I was like, I don't think you would do this because it's gonna be really quick. Like I'm talking like, no, no, not, not I'm not, not not the like regular. Oh my god, no, 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 one minute. No, I'm talking like this might not even go thirty seconds. Like it's like that. But she was like, nah. She was about to go away on a track trip, but she wouldn't do it. And I was like, all right, let's do this. When I tell you not, I don't want to say strokes, because since she was on top, I don't want to say a person stroked me. I feel weird saying that. I feel weird. That sounds wrong. I don't know how to word that. the proper thing is, is road. Road? Okay. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to. <laughs> I was, you, you, were, you, were, you were ridden? <laughs> I was. You were I ridden? Was, I was so... 10 roads or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know how you want to word this. Uh, Good riddance. <laughs> Literally, it was a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and done. And I've never had a person, like, I could see the upset in their eyes still on top of me. And I was like, damn. Damn. See, you got that young mentality about it, and we all been in them shoes. But at this point in my life, I'm like, good for you, young lady. Good for you. Like, I want it to last longer, but clearly you are superior in, in what you're doing right now. And kudos for you. Don't think it as something to be upset about. Think it as a compliment that you are so good and, and masterful at your craft that I wasn't able to participate in this activity <laughs> to the duration that you wanted it to occur. You're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start using that line because that's going to help me. And then this is a funny one. This is when I learned that it doesn't matter what age you are. Sometimes you will have a problem with getting it up. I learned this at a very young age. I, Special alcohols involved. I didn't, I didn't start drinking it until college. So like it was just straight. My me and be in my own head. So I'm I'm gonna tell the whole story because it's gonna make it funnier. Oh. I was chilling in my house. Okay. My friend, me and her were very cool. And this is not the person like okay. I but me and her was very close. And she's like, seeing, can you walk me to my friend's house? And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Cool beans, cool. Sounds and you know how they'd be now. like, Yeah, yeah, it's right there. And I'm like, all right, bet, whatever, it's not far. It was never mm. right there. It was never right there. So I was like Hella blocks. Yeah, it was like I was like, yo, Annie, where we fucking going? I was like, all right, whatever. So then we get to a friend's house, open the door. Friends, cute girl, cute girl. I think it was like 15, 16 probably. I was like, cute girl. 
But I was like, yo, it was like 30 degrees and I just have a hoodie on. I'm coming in this house to warm up. I just need to warm up before I walk back home. Yeah. Because it's like, she, that person didn't live far. But like, when you, when you don't know the destination, it seems far. But like, once you actually know it, you're like, oh, this is right fucking here. And it's cold. Facts. Extra far. So it was like, whatever. So I was like, all right, I just want to warm up. Like, I just want to warm up before I walk back home, whatever. So I'm in there chilling with them or whatever. Not just like, I'm like kind of to myself. Like, that's how I usually am. Like, when you first meet me, it's like, eh, I'm in the corner. So then, but she looks at me, she's like, oh, your friend is cute. And I was like, oh, I made a mental note. But I was like, I'm not going to act though. I'm not like that guy. Then she said it again. And I was like, all right, see, if you said it a third time, you're going to like at least say something. Don't be a bitch. So then she said it again. And then that's when we just started like flirting or whatever. And when I tell you, it's like how we're sitting on this couch. That's how we are in this, like the person's living room. So then me and her still like, and this is all in front of my friend, which now when I think about it, it's like, this is crazy. Um, we're like kissing, like all that stuff. And my her, like my friend is still in this, li- like how we are in this living room is like whatever. So then she takes me to like her closet, I would like to say. Not even a bedroom. Oh, oh God. This is young. This is young. Yeah, oh, like oh young. Run. Yeah, run. My so, knees and body can't take <laughs> these shenanigans you pulling off, ma'am. So then, and I don't know why I had a condom on me. I don't know why. You but, prepared, man. Yeah, probably. As stay, you should be. Stay ready so you're going to get ready. Um, so then we get in there and like I want to do it. But I think I don't know if I was nervous. I'm assuming no, I probably was nervous. It was a bad situation. So but then like it didn't happen then. And like I felt horrible. Like I thought it was like I need Viagra at 16. Oh my god. Pitch, pitch <laughs> like, I thought I was I thought it was done. I was like, yo, I'm never having sex again. I'm over this. Like everybody was lying to me, telling me it was the shit. It's really not. Fuck everybody. <laughs> but then I was like, oh my god. And then me and her stayed cool. We eventually did it like three years later, but that's I, I, I think men don't really hip other men to the game. Like we talk it talk about sex very romantically with women. Oh, oh, you know they're the one, and you have this special feeling and whatever. But with men, we don't talk that. But it's true. If I'm not feeling you, I can't have sex with you. If I'm not physically into you, not true. physically into you, but some kind of into you for whatever reason, like I said. If you start talking that politics to me, like, shit. <laughs> Distance. Yeah, you're talking that black history. Oh, we talk about the struggle, the African struggle, girl. Keep talking that Sankofa shit to me, girl. I like that. Like, girl, let me. That's the kind of shit I'm on. You play a piano in front of me. Oh, my God. I'm instantly attracted to, to creativity, art, and stuff. But if I find you shallow, I find you pedantic, I find you um, unintelligent. And you're like, oh, let's do something. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that <laughs> Yeah, it's not you, it's me today. <laughs> like, like, I'm not a piece of meat. I can't just get up for something that I'm not, I don't want. You can ring that dinner bell all you want. Don't mean I want to eat the damn food. That reminds me. Just, that, that just, yeah, my life, I have some pretty stories. That reminds me this one time I was dating this one person. And like, this is what I learned. Like, no, I'm not like a robot. It was just like, we'd be like cuddling, sleeping, or whatever. And they would just literally turn to me and be like, I want to have sex. And I'm like, uh, okay. All right. What are you going to do? I don't know. What's, what, I was in mid-sleep. What, what's happening here? And that just made me think of that like, yeah, like, we need to do something here to like get us both going. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we assume. And in my, I'm, I'm 34 freaking years old, soon to be 35 years old. If it's a battle between sleep and sex, <laughs> sleep is kicking ass right now. <laughs> sleep is winning hands down. <laughs> and I <laughs> I just want to let y'all women out there know, you might like, oh, you looking at the podcast, oh, he cute. Oh, man, he got a nice little build. He got some broad shoulders. <laughs> I, I really like his thoughts and opinions of things. I like his the way. Wordplay is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his vocabulary is extensive. Text my phone. Or DM me at some stupid time in the morning. And I'll be like, okay. Guess who ain't going to see me tonight? <laughs> you can send me all kind of nudes and sexting and all that kind of stuff y'all people do this day and age. And I will still be like, yo, if you want to make these decisions, you can make just as bad decisions at 2 p.m. as y'all could do at 2 a.m. We got to coordinate, baby. Coordinate. We can get some Chick-fil-A together. 
and then we can watch some go some some GOT, some Game of Thrones. We can discuss the finer points, and then you could be my mother of dragons, <laughs> <laughs> and it would be fantastic. Mother of dragons. Um, I think I, I have a funny story. Um, and this just goes to show you how young and dumb I was. Um, there was a time in high school where my parents had went out of town. Um, I've sent Jay to like her best friend house. Um, had the whole house to myself. Clean, mop. I was doing stuff. I, I, I got plans, baby. <laughs> my parents was home. Um, I called my cousin and he was like, yo, I'm proud of you. You know, I'm like, yeah, me too. He said, listen, go ahead, rub two out. That way you prepare. <laughs> and I'm like, what you mean rub two out? He was like, man, go in that bathroom, get you some Jergens, and let two go before she get there. I'm so dumb. I actually listened to this fool and do it. <laughs> so then he was like, hey, make sure you shave. I said, I ain't got nothing to shave. He said, you got a manscape. I said, manscape? What that mean? He said, yo, <laughs> go to Walmart, get you one of them little clippers, and just clean up. My dumb self, I go to Walmart, I get it. So now I'm in this. Ba- I'm in my bathroom. I'm not going to tell you whether it's upstairs or downstairs, because people have been in my house, you're going to judge me. I'm in the bathroom. I got the mirror turned all types of angles. <laughs> I'm really trying to like really be like squeaky clean. You about to nick yourself a yeah. cut of artery yeah. and shit. <laughs> so... I rubbed my two out. I manscaped for the first time ever. And not to know, a few days later, it itched. I was like, good Lord, this is terrible. This is yes. terrible. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> so get into this story. So now the young lady calls me. I'm like, yeah, the house is clean. Order some pizza and wings. She was like, I'm on my way. I'm sitting downstairs. I got candles lit. <laughs> house smell good. It's Febreze everywhere. I mean, I'm Febreze upstairs, downstairs. Whole house smell like just pure Judah <laughs> So this is where things this is where things get good. She comes over, it's like 8 30. I'm downstairs and we're on the couch. And she was like, I don't bite. I giggle. Mm, me neither. I giggle like that. Hmm. What grown man says, hmm. That's that that's why I knew this night was going real bad. She comes over by me and you know, I do the old yawn and stretch, put my hand over. She was like, You so whack. So I laughed. <laughs> she was like, I've been thinking about you all day. Now, she say that, and she smells good. Now I have to switch my body because the way I'm sitting, it's, it's starting to happen. It's starting to rise <laughs> up like Lady Liberty. <laughs> so she gets undressed. I'm like, I'm already, I'm already squeaky clean. Um, she gets up, she undressed, and she pulls down her undergarment. And... You're a teenager at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're young and dumb. Young and dumb, yeah. There's no point for you to shave. I know, I know. But this, but this goes to tell you how bad my life is from my older cousins. They they tried to, to like... Just, Wait up. Before yeah. you finish, my conclusion would be that she looks at your squeaky cleanness <laughs> and immediately decides you're a prepubescent boy <laughs> and doesn't want no parts. And, but I'm going to let you finish. Incorrect. <laughs> she was like, you shave. I said, yeah. She was like, I find that so attractive. Mm. Mm. Now that goes to tell you she's no rookie to this. Right, let me finish. Let me finish my story. Let me finish my story. She's a teenager girl too. She's a couple years older than me. A teenage girl who likes shaving boys. <laughs> Interesting. Continue. Okay. So we start to kiss. She gets undressed. Whatever. I catch a Charlie horse in my right hamstring. Happens. <laughs> Here's the thing. It wouldn't go away. Shout out to Jesus, baby Jesus, the whole crew upstairs in heaven, because this thing, this Charlie horse would not go away. It stayed there the entire 20 minutes. She, she ended up leaving. I did all that work, <laughs> spent all that money not to get nothing. <laughs> you got a lesson. I did. God looked out for me. A <laughs> couple years later, I run into her out and about, and she brings up the story. And we sit there and we laugh because it's funny. But, you know, during that time, I, I did all that work to prepare, and I couldn't even get in the game. I couldn't get in the game. Coach wouldn't let me play. Coach <laughs> K would not let me play. But it, it, it just goes to think about some of the stuff we did as, like, young kids to really think, like, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to beat this thing up. And nine times out of ten, you might get a good ten pumps, and that's it because you don't know. And I say this to say, I say this to say that every man has been stumped. 
Every man has been stumped. Like, and I'm a victim of that. I talk, I was talking junk one time to this girl on text message. She came over. I didn't last long. <laughs> what she did to me, no man should have to ever go through. The way my body was jerking, I was like, listen, don't tell nobody what you did to me. Uh, yeah, it got, got me sitting there like, got my body like, yeah, like I feel like, I feel like Linguini. I, the way I was, I was like, yo, this is not normal. I was like, don't tell nobody. And shout out to her because she's funny. Um, but yeah, but it, it's just these things that we go through as men that think, oh yeah, I'm about to do this and that. And it's like, nah, like I got some experience on you. You about to get this work. And that's pretty much what happened to me. I think this experience is such a great teacher because some of these things we're describing now, like I know damn well at this point, which is funny, we all giggling, oh, giggling, sniggling. I don't shave down there like that no more. I'll trim it down, but I ain't shaving it because that, that shit is itchy as hell. Why the hell am I going to do that shit to myself? Like, like we've all all done that. Uh, I've caught Charlie Horse as a part of the game now, baby. Yeah, I'm like, I got, I got the Charlie Horse. This is what we going to do. Like, man, give me some salt water real quick. <laughs> Mama, if you got some potassium, you got some bananas or something, you know, we going to work this out. Like, we had to track me. Stretch me out. Stretch me out. <laughs> we going to do, we got to do it. It's par for course. You know what I'm saying? If I don't last long, okay, cool. That It happens. That's why we do other things. We, 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 we enjoy each other's company, girl. It wasn't all about <laughs> the sex. It was about you <laughs> and me sharing experience together man but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this worst experiences not necessarily worst experience because i cherish all experiences um, they tell, they're funny stories they're, they're some, something to tell so I'm, I'm talking to this young lady she comes over to the house and i'm I trying all the moves like a lot trying the moves a lot and she uh finally takes her shoes off and she told me early on in our, our dating that if she takes her shoes off at the spot, that means she's comfortable enough to do other things. And I was like, oh, her shoes are off. But pull out I, the knee pads. No, nah, <laughs> shut up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so we chilling. I must let y'all know before all this, I had pre-ordered some tickets to go to the movies. Supposed to go to the movies that night. So... The movie's already been bought. We just kind of hanging out before it's time to leave and go to the movies. And she snuggles up next to me. Snuggle, snuggle, snuggle. And she's like, hey, before the movies, let's do something. Now, mentally, I was not prepared for doing anything because she had rebuffed my advances so many times that I was like, well, I guess this is just what we're going to do. We, these kind of people, we're friends. I'm friend zoned it, and this is just, and she's just tricking all my money. That's all. I'm accepting that. Cool. She's like, gets up, goes to the room, and I'm like, okay, this is happening. I attempt to perform my best. I say I attempt. I caught a cramp, and I didn't last long. (laughs) (laughs) The double whammy. And then my dumbass asked, what are you thinking? What 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 are you feeling? Oh shit! Oh shit! You never ask. You never. And yes. she responds to me, "Do you want me to be honest?" I'm like, "Oh, oh shit!" I'm like, "This yeah. is going to be good." <laughs> Honesty is the best policy, baby. She was like, "That is the worst sexual experience I've ever had in my life," and I was like. Okay. I don't know. What was your response to that? I was like, okay. But be that as it may, we have bought those tickets in advance, and I am a cheap person. I'm a miser. We're going to go to this dang movie. And so I go to the movie, but that that's kind of on my brain. I'm like, damn, this is weird. I don't even know what movie I watched. After no, that. I definitely don't know what movie I watched. In the middle of the movie, she whispers in my ear, hey, I'm thinking that that first time was a fluke. And oh. I would like to give you uh, to redeem yourself. Uh, give you a chance to redeem yourself. I instantly went into a dread. <laughs> I was like, I start sweating. And I'm nervous. <laughs> I, I I definitely don't remember the movie at this point because I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. What I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do? I gotta think. I gotta think. Like I literally at this point don't want to have sex, but I also don't want a, a BDR. On my report, like when they check, check it out. I don't want that that bad D report to come out. And I'm thinking, like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? 
we get get to the house and she goes straight to the room I'm like oh shit like I, <laughs> I literally do not want to do anything I just want to go to sleep I want to watch HGTV <laughs> and be cool about it I'm like I concentrate I hit all the moves I do everything I have ever seen in life <laughs> happen. I was like, she was kind of controlling the first. I was like, I got to be completely controlled of this whole situation. In the midst of all this doing acrobatic shit I had never done before, <laughs> only had seen on TV, she starts crying. Literal tears. Crying. And now I'm weirded the fuck out. <laughs> and I go, are you okay? She's like, oh my God. I have never felt this way ever in my life. And this is the most beautiful thing or whatever. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> like yeah like like yo like i couldn't even be confident in it like you know older self you might be confident in yeah here. couldn't even be confident can't in even enjoy. you can't really oh, oh, all you gotta be is like okay you enjoy yourself now nah, i can go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> think about my actions and why i got myself in this damn predicament man and so worst experience could be the best experience and then she could watch this podcast and be like nigga you lying <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that's, that's, how, it that's the how it went down <laughs> like oh that's how it went down in his head and that's the story we gonna uh, the story and I'm sticking to it yes ma'am I still talk about that time and if you're out there and you stumbled upon this podcast you're now on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can tell you shit That'd be something else if she is following, if she listening. Question for you guys. Since we're on nope. this um, <laughs> since we're on this topic, I pose a question to you guys. What do you what are some things that you find attractive, like physically in a woman? Like in, in a woman. Like in a woman. Some physical things that you find attractive. Smile. Yep. I was about to say straight well, white teeth. <laughs> like all of that. Like just because we're I'm funny. Whether you're laughing with me, at me, the dumb shit I do, I say, whatever. We're going to be laughing. There's going to be smiles. I have to be able to, like, I want to, I want to, I like, I have to want to see that. Like, I want to look at that every day, like that. As soon as I get there, then if we're going, like, physical, like, oh, your ass, city man, hips man, stuff like that. Uh, I think as long as your body's proportionate for you, because, like, some people don't look good with a big ass. Some people look stupid with big titties. So it's like, you can't really pick that. So it's like, as long as your body's proportionate for you, and then half of the battle is like your confidence. Like, it's something about a woman's confidence that I think is better than a man's confidence. Like, when you see it in a woman, it's like, damn, that shit is just like. So, how do you articulate that in physicality, in physical terms? What do you mean? You said what attracts you, attracts you physically. So how do you manifest? How does the confidence manifest itself in the physical because attributes? Because I, be, I believe that it that will play with your mind. You'll be like, oh, you'd be like, oh, her titties are not big, but they nice. Like you'll find like ways to justify whatever she has in your head. So it'd be like, oh, her confidence is sexy. Look at the way she walk, talk, stuff like that. When she when she walks in the room, like you know she's in the room. So in terms of the physical, how that transfers is like it goes into your mind. So when she walks in the room, I'll be like, yo, she might not have the fattest ass, but I'll be like, still nice though. That shit's still cute for her. Or she might not have the biggest titties in the world, but like they still nice though. Or like her figure or whatever that's still sexy. Because like it'll that confidence is so much in my head. Now my mind's gonna be like, you're gonna make her work somehow. So whatever it is, find all the good and just focus on that nigga. Focus. Yeah, I say well, I'm physically attracted to man, I'm sucking for a gorgeous smile. Like that's like the the, the thing, and I, I do want to preface this: these are the things I find attractive. This ain't my end all be all. I am a multi opportunity. <laughs> I will find the good. Like I said, if you can play a mean piano, you can paint a picture, dog. I'm there as well. No, <laughs> you can orate. You know about history and science and all that good stuff. Uh, you're intelligent, but I also like women who. I'm attracted, really attracted women who are my complexion or darker. I love, ooh, I love me a dark-skinned woman. Oh, my God. That smooth, chocolatey skin just melting off. Like, oh, man, you got that bright-ass smile and that dark-ass skin. I'm like, ooh, look at that contrast, girl. Uh, <laughs> I love that, Joy. Yo, ooh, ooh. You know, and, and lips. Oh, my God. You got some Megan Good, like lips or some other, man, I just need those three things, and that's all I need, man. Hey, you, 
I got a girl now, but if Megan Good came to me and she broke up with her husband, I'm sorry. Yeah, man, I got a Megan Good clause in my contract. <laughs> it works. If she give me a go, I'm going. I got a Megan Good clause. I got an Angela Bassett clause. Those are my two clauses. I think I can't put I think you should only be allowed one clause. No. So so no. so when it goes no. down, it, no. it, if it does go down, like you know I never lied to you. I, I, I never, never lied, lied to you. you. I, I got my two clauses, Megan Good, Angela Bassett. If I see those two women and they give me a chance, it's happening. I'm sorry. I will let you know. We will talk about it. We will go over it. But it's happening if I get that shot. So once again, you, you realize my preference. My preference is making good. Making good is still my number one. Should be my number one since like 1996. And I've seen her grow. I've grown with her. <laughs> he knows her. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I, like, we like this. Yeah, son. I, I feel you. Um, for me, it's Nia Long. Oh, Lord Jesus, Nia, baby, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, Nia, listen. My Instagram is J underscore Renford. <laughs> it's been plenty of times I said good morning or happy Valentine's Day in your DM. You never responded. <laughs> but if you're listening, baby, I'm here for you. Uh, Nia Long has been our number one, man. I just think she's gorgeous. Um, ages like fine wine. And it's just something about her, like her confidence, that smile. But to get to the question that I asked you guys, for me, um, confidence, a beautiful smile. Um, I'm be real with y'all. I'm a sucker for uh, tiger stripes. You got tiger stripes? Oh, snap. I'm in it to win it, girl. If you got tiger stripes, I'm in it to win it. Um, Nia, I'm not sure if you have it, baby, but if you do, I'm here for you, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> boy, you had bad, boy. <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. I respect that, though. I respect so that. I think we're we going to end this one because I think we'll go ahead and title this one Sex Part 1 because I think there's so many ramifications about sex. I, I, I do want to say this. A lot of... Sounds like a dope woman cover, by the way. Sex Part 1. Sex like Part 1. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think the problem, uh, some women's like, oh, why do you talk about sex? Why do men talk about sex? Or why sex? It's like... The idea of sex is interesting. Why people do it, how people do it, is because it's so taboo that this it's not as taboo as it once was, but the limited information about why and how people do what they do is intriguing. Like looking at an individual, why did you decide to engage in sexual activities with that person, but not that person, but they are almost similar in their attributes? Why did you decide to have a one-night stand? What were the ramifications of that action? Like, it's interesting. And so it's not me trying to be perverted. It's because I'm curious because people don't talk about these things all the time. Just like if I was around a drug dealer, it's an illicit act I don't really talk about. I watch the shit. Like, oh, man, that's how you bag up the cocaine? <laughs> that is interesting. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a pervert. I just find it interesting, and a lot of people don't know about politics and African-American culture and hip-hop music, so we all know about sex, so I'm just trying to find something we could talk about that we can relate <laughs> about that I find interesting so I won't find you boring. That's all. You don't even want to talk TV and movies with me. You ain't want to talk nerd shit with me, so I want to talk about something that we <laughs> So I say all that and say when it comes to sex, who is nastier, woman or Man, I think women are just because I feel like if you, this this is the example that I always go to. If you go into a men group chat about sex versus a women's group chat about sex, that woman group chat is way, way more in detail than the men one. Because I feel like most men. I'm going to stop you right there. No, it's not in detail. Because I don't want to think about my partner naked like that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Like, I don't need it. <laughs> it's, it's not like, and it's like, oh, you hit, all right, cool. One night stand was lit, bet, all right, mom, shit like that. It's it's not gonna be like we don't talk about it as much as people think we do. But I feel like in a woman, I've seen in certain women group chats where it's just like, yo, the, the detail, like down to the strand of hair, like it's just the smell of the clothes, like it's really in detail. Like, yo, that is crazy. And I just think well, women are more creative and like. The bedroom stuff is just that I feel like like society today they don't like the whole label gets thrown around a lot stuff like that so they they don't want to talk about it that's why like once they get very comfortable with you oh you gonna hear all that nasty shit you be like oh god that's what you think ew but once they feel <laughs> like gross yeah like, you be like oh that's what you oh I didn't even think to do that all right whatever 
But like, so once they get comfortable with you, you'll see those conversations. So that's why, and I just think they're more creative in terms of like what they want to do in that, in like the bedroom and stuff. It's just that, depending on how comfortable with you, depending on like if they tell you this is what I want you to, or they'll just think of it and hope you do it, and then when you do it, act like you nasty. But in their head, be like, I've been waiting for this nigga to do that for how long now? Thank fucking gosh. I don't read minds, man. Facts. Uh, that's why if you are engaging, I think both partners should be very free and open with their conversations about their wants and and dislikes and all that stuff. We bucking naked. Because I'm not reading your mind. I, I How am I supposed to know that you like your hair pulled unless you say pull my hair? <laughs> like some people just do it automatically, but I'm not. I'm too much of a nice guy, as they say. <laughs> I'm not going to do stuff just to do stuff because I don't want to degrade you unless you want to be degraded. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we got to be open and free about what's going on. And I think dudes, all right, that might be a, a, a cylindrical thing. Dudes are only as nasty as a woman has taught them to be nasty, as a man has taught her to be nasty, and mm, so on and so forth. Mm. It, go, it goes in that cycle. Never ended. Uh, where, where, like, remember the first time you did something, and you was like, oh, that's not my shit. Facts. Yeah, that's not part of my bag. You didn't know it was a part of your bag until it was a part of your bag. And then you, and then you introduced that to somebody and I was like, oh, that's now part of that bag. And it goes on and on. And I don't think you learn unless you ask, unless you fully or openly com- communicate those things. I, I, I try to be a sex-positive individual. I would not shame you. I would not, you know, I am an open-minded person. I'm a liberal, Christian, misogynist. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would say... Just to add on to that, once you're in the act of like you're about to do it, we are about to do something very intimate, share bodily fluids, two bodies become one, whatever, whatever. So at this moment, I always look at it like we could be just blunt honest because we're about to do something that's very blunt. So we could just be as honest about what both parties would want in that moment. It's like I I always never understood like the shyness in like that moment. I understand the shyness before it happens. But like once we're like committed to this is happening. Oh, well, we're committed, so we might as well go all in. That's how I always look at it. What Lil Wayne say about shy women? Man, I hate a shy. <laughs> and I ate a shy. <laughs> she ain't shy no more. She turned her name to Ma. <laughs> Shout out to Tune. <laughs> what say you? You ain't answered the question. We, we, you was playing in the cut. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just listening. Uh, what was the question again? Who nasty? Uh, oh, who's nasty? Ooh. Um... Sheila Johnson, I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't name names, nigga. I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, I made it up. Wow, who's nasty? Um, I think, I think both parties are nasty. I think, I think both parties are nasty in their own uh, way. For example, men, you know, men talk about, oh yeah, she had this, this, and this, and that. You know, women, I feel women are way more detailed than than uh, men are. Like Asim said in the group chat, I've seen, like, I've seen conversations women have. I'm like, she said that? <laughs> like, that's who said, she did what? Um, and I think women just do a good job of kind of like just hiding it. I think, I think we're all nasty. I think it takes the right person to bring that nasty out. But to answer the question, I think women are nastier than men. I said it. Yep. Women, I met some women or I have conversation with women. I'm like, you did what? <laughs> you what? That's your thing? And it's like, I'm appalled, you know. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, but but women, shout out to women. I have nothing but the utmost respect for women. But I think women do a really good job of just like keeping that nasty hit away until they're able to feel comfortable or they allow somebody to tap into their nastiness with. Um, cause men, yeah, we're creatures of habit. We see something, it's like, oh man, you see that thing she had on her, you know, and and that's just how men operate. But I think women, um, I think women are nastier compared to men. I feel nastier. Well, I say we've had a riveting conversation about sex, and I know this has to be part one because, I, like I said, this conversation um, is a lot deeper. Um, so shout out to all those who are having sex responsibly. 
Uh, make sure you wrap it up. Uh, and as always, as you listen to the Brodies, we can only do this with your support. So uh, hit up the, the Patreons now function. Oh, not yet. So it's coming. It's coming. The Instagram page, that'll be coming this weekend. But Yeah, so follow us on Instagram. Um, when we get the page up, um, but you go listen to us on iTunes. You can listen on SoundCloud, um, and if you like it, share it because uh, we greatly appreciate the support. Don't forget the Spotify users. Oh, and the Spotify. I'm sorry, and the Spotify, and we'll try to put in more platforms, and so we can have this conversation shared. And if you really want to add to the the conversation, you can uh, DM me on IG at Second Avenue. Uh, the S is spelled with a two. Um, for me, you can DM, DM me at J underscore Renford. Even though most people probably have mine because I posted a lot, but I'm all up in your cast. I thought it'd be cool to be a play on words, like all up in your ass, but all up in your uh, cast because cast. We know how puns work, nigga. <laughs> um, so I guess for the listeners, um, when you guys get time to check this out, I guess um, our question to you is, when it comes to society, who's nasty? Men? Or women. Let us know what you think. Um, and we definitely appreciate the support. Also, I gotta do the results from last last oh, week's poll. Yeah. So we, we had the poll of is nudes the new norm. Um we had a good poll, man. Came out fifty fifty. Fifty fifty that mm. the, the the nudes are the new norm. And so you you got a fifty percent chance to get some, uh, some news. Some, some news. news. <laughs> some Early news, yeah. afternoon news, late news. It's your preference. Yeah, so we're, we're going to hit you up. Uh, I'm Mr. Brown. I'm Gerard. This is Cass. And we are the Brodies. Bitches. <laughs>